Welcome to East Coast DNA. We are a East Coast music news podcast. We're a couple of Blue Nose Brothers. I'm Andrew, and this is Darcy Walsh. We decided to start up a uh, East Coast of Canada music podcast covering lots of things. We'll get into that a little bit later, but first, uh, Darcy, why don't you tell us about you and why you love music? Yeah, so uh, as we were growing up, there was always music around the house, and uh, we always had uh, instruments around the house. There's always musicians around, either family or friends. And Pictou County is quite a talented community too. So there's always plenty of people performing in and around town. Uh, As I grew up, I guess I had a few little entrepreneurship things as a teenager and into my early adulthood that were music centric and uh, managed a couple record stores in my early career outside of school so it was uh it's always something that i've been into as i know same with yourself i don't really play any instruments to date but uh i was always really into the backstory behind the music and uh, the musicians themselves and i get a little bit of a collector mentality with some of my other personal hobbies so uh I have quite an extensive collection of albums here as well. I like to get into some of the details and the connections between the bands. So uh, over COVID, got into uh, podcasts a little bit, and uh, you were involved a little bit in the original formation of the uh, local Jam Sessions podcast. And then... Yeah, with the Jam Sessions, they were looking for a... They posted online, they're looking for a name for a podcast. And it was Jeff and Mike. So I thought, what about playing with that so I was kind of playing around figured jam sessions and then came up with the uh, gem of the holograms logo and got my brother-in-law to draft that image up and and ended up being their ended up being their first guest yeah the highest downloaded episodes because it restarts there when people listen to new ones oh perfect (laughs) that's why (laughs) it's not because it's me keep it very high up in the stats yeah but yeah then uh they were looking for some help when uh Mike was backing off for a little rest from the podcast. So I did that for a little bit and I realized that uh, I really like this. There was a few different things I wanted to try and took some social media courses in the fall there. Uh, Shout out to Chris Lewis, if this happens to get to him at any point. I know you took similar course through him there a couple of years ago yourself. Uh, Very knowledgeable person, very helpful information to have. So as I get into all that a little bit more, I had a lot of different ideas percolating that didn't necessarily fit the format of the podcast I was working with. And I had some personal projects that I thought maybe I could incorporate into something in a similar format. So uh, when it came to Nova Scotia Music Week, it ended up being uh, you and I that went, we interviewed 11 different artists all together yeah i'm not counting the individual members that came uh but yeah that was i wouldn't say overwhelming but it's just there's such an infinite amount of content available in our region that i i knew that there was a lot and i always knew there was a lot but just to see so much and to see such a supportive community, I know you and I had the conversation during some of the interviews and offside the conversations we had with some of the people that were around. Everyone was so supportive of each other. It just had a really positive energy. 
Um, and you and I had some side conversations about some of the ideas I had and some things you'd like to do and that birthed this podcast here. Yeah, and I think, I think that weekend we uh, kind of expected to do a couple interviews and hang around and stuff and take everything in. And mm-hmm. I realized after that weekend that next time we bring more snacks and a thermos full of tea and a jug of water because we didn't really stop for the weekend. So, Yeah, I was fortunate enough to have a little bit of uh, downtime there so I could take in some of the events and catch a couple of performances. But there was definitely a lot more I would have liked to have seen. Yeah. Uh, and at that time, I mean, it wasn't that long ago, but it seemed like COVID was kind of pulling back and uh, things were reopening a little bit. So uh, just before we had gone to the music week, I uh, got out to the seahorse to see uh, like a motorcycle with uh, hello, Delaware. And that, that was a, and book buddies, which was a really good show. And I was very excited to get out. And I, I was really excited that there was a lot of upcoming performances announced, but here we are at the end of the calendar year and uh, everything's canceling and people are crawling back into their homes. Yeah. Let's circle back to that aspect of the whole thing there in a minute. Though. Yeah, for sure. But, it's, uh, it's definitely a good time for a podcast. Yeah. So I, I, uh, I grew up in the same house as Darcy. I was the favorite of two sons in the house. And, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but like he said, we, uh, there's always music around the house. There's always music available. Um, I, listened to Metallica for the first time. Uh, Master Puppets was a cassette tape in our father's car. He had Cheap Trick in there. Uh, Nirvana Nevermind, my dad introduced me to that. Um, yeah, all that music was Guns N' Roses Appetite for Destruction. Like everything I kind of grew up on. It was all music from our from our father. And then... Two of those original cassettes of his are now sitting on the shelf behind me as of this morning. And I have two here in a box. So we're <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Secretly stealing. Even. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I always grew up with music and our dad was a big influence on our music taste, I feel, growing up. And then when I kind of started listening to my own stuff, I got into Beastie Boys and stuff more when I was a teen. And then Darcy, my brother, he, uh, when you were working at the music store and you had the uh, 24 CD changer in your room and that's yes. what got me into like Led Zeppelin and Soundgarden and stuff. That was more your influence and then I was still kind of mm-hmm. on the Guns N' Roses Nirvana train more so so we kind of led our rock influence from the 80s into the grunge and alternative era and we kind of took separate paths through that but kind of they all married up yeah. at the end of it anyway so <laughs> I think some of it leaned towards uh having side-by-side bedrooms that if I was buying a new album i would not buy an album that you were buying or yeah. that dad would buy or that my close friends had i'd buy an album that i couldn't otherwise listen to because we didn't live in a digital world that we have today yeah so i i started leaning towards i wouldn't even say obscure most of it would be mainstream or how else would i even have heard of it but i think as i got older that pushed me a little further into interest into some of the independent stuff and I always did like scenes. I was always uh, curious about the formation and life cycle of uh, different music scenes. So it, it's nice to see that uh, Halifax 
has a, a healthy scene, despite the fact that we don't have a lot of opportunities for them to be showcasing. A behind, a behind the scenes scene right now. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, it's part of this podcast. I'd like to explore a little bit further outside of Halifax. Uh, one of the things with the previous podcast work was we kind of were framed around Pictou County and then started to reach outside a little bit. But uh, a member of the East Coast Music Association now as well from signing up with Music Nova Scotia and participating in that festival. So I, I see all the membership information. I see all the different artists that are available and hopefully... Uh, we come up with a good process to process news through this channel a little bit so that uh, can utilize some of that information and hopefully get a little bit exposure to our hopeful audience in the future here. Yeah. We'll, we'll be telling each other news and everyone will listen. And we'll uh, try to get a little bit of a chat format going, uh, introduce each other to a few things instead of just having uh, casual phone calls. Maybe it's information that we can share with a slightly wider audience and see if anything is popular enough that it's worth doing more of these. Yeah. So yeah, we both grew up with the, our own kind of music scenes and uh, I started playing guitar 15 years old, maybe played for a few years until I had to get an adult job when I was older and uh, that kind of fell by the wayside for 10 years. But then I picked it up again, about six years ago, I guess. Geez, six years ago. Yeah. So I started playing more and, uh, Started doing a little guitar repair business in Pictou County, and that picked up pretty good until I moved away. And uh, got to play Green Jello on stage and play with Dinosaur Neil in New Glasgow. We did some shows, and that's right when COVID came in. After we were, I was with the band for six months before everything got shut down. <laughs> so, yeah. But then, fast forward to podcasting. I listen to a lot of podcasts, and I have another one, a Seinfeld podcast that I have. So when we did the Music Week together, we decided we wanted to do this, and. Uh, our initial idea was to kind of talk about the emerging emerging music scene in a post-COVID situation. And then the numbers jumped back up and everything got shut down again before the new year. And we kind of yeah. stalled out a bit. And uh, But we're figuring the new year, we're actually between Christmas and New Year's right now. But this will uh, kind of be our thing to start off 2022 will be this podcast. And uh, we're going to, well, when you're listening, it's obviously out there. But uh, for us, we're going to try to get it there next week and then start promoting it and see what we can do with it. And hopefully as uh, COVID dies off again and things start to reopen again, maybe we can follow a little bit of the new resurgence. And uh, if not, we can explore what's happening in its void. Yeah. And there is lots of music being made still. Uh, we met some of the musicians we did meet at the uh, Music Week. There's really good stuff out there. And... Uh, really interesting people. So we'll also like to get some of those people back and uh, yes, do some interviews sure. and uh, we're set up to do phone interviews or in-person interviews and depending on how everything goes and we can uh, showcase some of their music. And and uh, one interesting thing, just I was thinking about it at the last couple of days as we were talking about the, the format would have to change a little bit because our original concept didn't lend itself so well to today's time frame but yeah. uh with the new year's shows being canceled there's been a whole wave of cancellations with 
are numbers speaking, but uh, there's also been a lot of people that have quickly adjusted this time that have live streaming options available. Uh, I mean, by the time anyone listens to this, it will have already happened because they're New Year's Eve shows that I'm specifically referencing, but it's just nice to see that people are utilizing the technology this wave around that uh, some lessons were learned from the initial lockdowns and uh, yeah initially people tried the live stream and it never never worked <laughs> something would fail yeah but now it seems to be it's you know lockdowns and people are like okay let's do that live stream thing that we have figured out already so yeah and like last night i actually uh, was here in my apartment i was able to watch the live premiere of the cancer bats doing uh acoustic performances some of their songs that was awesome to be able to just sit in my living room and catch that because i don't have the opportunity to go out and see them at a show yeah uh, now like that's a band that definitely will play halifax when they do a tour a proper tour but who knows if that's going to be in two months or three years we, we have no idea so it's just nice to have the option to still catch them uh, back in the summer, I had caught uh, part of the Making Waves Festival. I got to watch a live stream of Mono Whales and uh, the Town Heroes. And that was a really good one, too. But I just I do remember noting at the time, because of COVID and because of the weather that particular day, things got delayed and nobody knew. It wasn't worth driving up to go to a show because it's like a three and a half hour drive from here. But it was nice to have the option to watch it online. I just, I'd like to see uh, more people taking advantage of those things. Yeah, I see lots of people doing them and, and they're not getting a huge audience, but I think it's because people think live stream is not going to be good, but it's smaller bands have this option now and it is good now. So people really should be taking that stuff in. Yeah, there's a, there's a huge opportunity for it there too. And I mean, even the podcast itself, like when uh, we first started talking about ideas for this, I did a little bit of dive and looking to see what else was out there and I was already aware of some because I was involved a little bit with one and I listened to podcasts but I started with like Danko Jones because that's something I already followed um, his podcast isn't updated as often lately no. uh, Alan Cross uh, somebody is a media personality out in uh, Ontario that I've been following for years he has a good podcast that I could listen to but now that we were focusing on the east coast I started realizing that there there's quite a few down here I sent you one the other day there too uh David Miles was doing yeah. one the Miles from Home podcast um there's the Tideline podcast Tara Thornton's doing which is uh a lot of the same bands that we were meeting it seems like uh, she's in with that same scene she was in a band herself that uh, I assume was playing in that Halifax music scene with the same circles and that one's not just music based though eh? that kind of is no a, that's it's like a, an arts and culture yeah type so I saw podcast. Steve Murphy interview on there and you know yeah yeah, yeah exactly so it's nice to see the diversity and uh, Dana from Hello Delaware had one during the uh, initial year of the uh, COVID lockdowns and everything she had uh, the This Is Fine podcast, which I went back and listened to some of that there as well. So it's nice to see that all the content's out there, but even as a fan and somebody who is willing to put the time in to explore that stuff, I, I'm unaware of some of it myself. So uh, the, the chat format of a podcast would lend itself well to introducing stuff. And if we can get anyone listening to it hopefully we can get a couple guests on uh, maybe they can provide some recommendations or updates on what they're doing themselves 
Yeah. So that's kind of our goal is just to give a, another avenue for people to find out what's going on locally and kind of encourage people to get out there once we can go to shows again and see the shows or see the live streams or even support the local bands on Bandcamp. Just kind of be aware of what's out there and what good music we do have in just a small area, really, is East Coast. But the uh, talent to person ratio is, is quite large. So Yes, yeah. exactly. Well, yeah, we're, we're on, we have an Instagram page started up and kind of using that to promote local musicians and stuff. And uh, for the podcast, we're going to put a Discord together and we have it together, but we're looking at ideas of how we can utilize that. Maybe have like a bulletin board in there for your shows and whatnot. And uh, this podcast is going to be put together initially, at least through the uh, Anchor FM Spotify. So uh, we'll be able to incorporate some music. So with this initial one, uh, I'll probably just throw a few songs at the end, give you an idea of some of the content we'd like to be covering and a youtube channel as well we're, we're attempting video if you're watching video yay we figured it out and uh, if you're not watching video we'll try again next week but i'm thinking this is going to be like a bi-weekly thing for us too we're not going to do it every week as much as there is out there i don't know if there's enough for us to talk every single week on it but yeah there's the the content but it'll be the uh who's listening versus how much effort is it to pull together these episodes yeah if we had a thousand downloads on the first one we'll definitely go weekly but i don't think that's yeah <laughs> so. no not likely uh has there been anything since we did the music week that uh spun out of that as far as awareness for you that you've been following like pillow fight had a new song that came out just uh shortly after their episode aired yeah uh i think my takeaway from that i found chudy harris was really interesting to talk to and Maddie Grace and Pillow Fight were really the big take-homes for me that I've been continuing to pay attention to. Yeah, I, I actually have the cluttered uh, vinyl release on order. I'm just waiting for it to show up in the mail any day. Yeah, I want to get that too. Like That EP is fantastic. And the Pillow Fight stuff, I've been following that. and Yeah, it's great music. Yeah, no, really good. Um, good Dear Good as well. I, I saw some stuff through our, our Instagram account when I was following some of that over the holidays. I saw Tim Hatcher doing some new stuff. He's got some new demos ready for the band. And I know that they had a show coming up in the city in February. So hopefully we get things back under control and that doesn't have to be canceled or postponed it'd be exciting to hear more from them yeah a lot of stuff that we uh we're looking forward to there just kind of didn't happen so yeah i know it's a sin that's what it, uh like there's a few quite a few shows that i was kind of geared up right, right when things started to lock down uh i had done an interview with mike from contrived turk to help promote a little series of shows that they were going to do it was like a thursday friday and saturday night show and it was so close with the restrictions the thursday one went ahead but the friday and saturdays were canceled so that was a sin but i see also through their instagram that they're jamming and recording some stuff. So hopefully we got some new tunes coming from them in the new year. That's another exciting one to follow. Uh, Pictou County boys, uh, essentially. That's something else to really look forward to. And there were so many bands that we didn't get to. And a lot of nice people. Everyone that we met was so nice to us that I, I'd like to follow up with quite a few of them. But I, I'd like to explore a little bit outside of our province even because there's so many people on this coast that you don't really hear about unless you're from here. Yeah, and, and that event was Nova Scotia alone. 
and the right. the huge amount of talent there it was 88 different artists participated like in that, that yeah we got to like a tenth of them yeah exactly so when you incorporate prince of Rhode Island, new brunswick and newfoundland there's so much out there we can branch out to but if anyone does want to be mentioned or uh, want to be in our scope they can hit us up on Instagram, send us a DM on Instagram or a email at eastcoastdnapodcast at gmail.com and we'll uh, start the conversation there too. Yes, absolutely. We'd love to hear from anybody. And uh, if you would like to be on, we can make arrangements there, lots of options. Or if you just have a news item or a concert a release coming up or something you'd like us to plug for you, we'd be more than happy to do that as well. And in our show notes too, there's going to be a link for a to leave a voicemail. Um, to feature through Anchor. So we, we're not as techie as it sounds by saying it, but you can uh, click on the link there and leave a voicemail for us as well. If you want something uh, advertised on a show, we can just drop your recording right in there. Yeah, it'll be uh, fluid for the first little while until we nail down all the processes, see what works and what doesn't. But uh, as we develop the format, anyone that happens to be listening that would like to contribute some ideas or feedback or anything you want included, just let us know. We're all ears. So yeah, this episode here is more of our intro kind of telling you what our plan was, where we think we're going to go with it, and our plans will probably change 10 times in the next couple months as we see what works and what doesn't work. But uh, thank you everyone for listening. Check us out on Instagram. Follow us there. Yeah, and continue uh, listening. We should have a few uh, songs tagged on the end of here, and we'll try to incorporate them a little smoother in future episodes. Yes. Thanks for listening, and uh, everyone have a good day, night, morning, whenever you're listening. Goodbye now. Until next time.